Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we're going to learn Dafayin Vav Amid Beis, and we left off six lines from the bottom of Dafayin Vav Amid Aleph with an interesting Misa that brings out a point that we had just said as we ended the Amud last time. We were discussing the fact that although usually in order for taste to transfer from one food to another, you need heat, and without heat it doesn't transfer, but if the food is salted, it's as if it's hot. And we mentioned that this that Shmuel taught us, that if it's salted, it's as if it's hot, Rava says that that's only if it's so salted that it's inedible. But if it's edible, then then it's not, then we don't say that. If it's edible, then we say that uh, it's not salted enough, and it's still considered sinin, and the taste won't transfer. Okay, so hahubar goizla, there was a, a bird. Denofal lekado de kimcha, it fell into like a jug of of kusach, which is like a milchiga strong dip. So, so you have a, a bird, a fleshigs, at least midirabanan, that fell into a salty milchig dish. Everything is cold, but they're salty. The the the, the kusach is salty, and the Gemara says Sharye Rav Chinan Abrei mi Pashrunya. Rav Chinan Abrei from Pashrunya said that it's mutter. Omarava. So Rava commented about this heter, and he said, Man chakim, who is so wise? Lemeshra milsakiha, to be matir, to permit something like this, ilav ravchinin obrei derava mi pashrunya, if not, for ravchinin obrei derava mi pashrunya, de gavra rabahu, because he is a great man, omar lecha, and he will tell you, as Rava himself told us, that Ki Omar Shmuel, that when did Shmuel say that if something is salted, it's like it's boiling? That's only if it's not edible due to its being salty. It's very, very salted. But the kusach, which is a dip, is and that's why, and that's why he was moderate, because we don't assume that the milchigs and the dip affected the oif, the bar goizla. And that's only if the bird, when it fell in, was raw. Avoltsli, but if it was roasted, boi klipa, then at least the outer layer needs to be taken off. It's worth noting that. This tzli, if it's roasted, is a machlekes rishonim. If it has to be roasted and hot, and the reason that you need the klipa removed at least is because it's hot, or if roasted means, as as many rishonim say, or if roasted means even if it's not hot, but once it's been roasted, it's been softened enough that it could that it could absorb a little bit enough that you have to take off a klipa. So the first thing is that if it's tzli. Then even then, if it falls into even into the kusach, it will it needs a klipa taken off. and also this wasn't said ella de les that it doesn't have cracks that there aren't cracks 
that the outside of the bargoizla is intact, that will isbe pili, but if it has cracks, so that allows entrance deeper into the bird, so then it's oser. And the Gemara's Maisef also finally ve'imetubal betavli, if it's been like treated with spices, then it's oser because it softens the meat of the, of the, of the bird and it will absorb the taste of the milk memela. Okay, so that wraps up the Indian of Maliach Hareyukereseach that we began last time. And now we move on to another Indian in the halachas of transferring taste. Omar Rav, Rav said, and I'm turning the Omar to the Afayin Vav Basar Shchuta Shomein. Listen to this case. You have shechted meat, meaning kosher meat, which is fatty. It's it's shomein. It's uh, you know it's 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 full. Shetzaloi that was roasted in the same oven in basar nevela kachush with nevela meat, which is treif, meaning meat. That wasn't shechted properly, kachush, which is like uh, the opposite of shamin. It's 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 um, it's shvach. It's it's skinny. There's no there's no fats there. So now Rav is saying a very very chiddushdeke case, because Rav Rav is discussing here the fact that if you have two animals that are being roasted next to each other, the possibility exists that some of the the, the from the reach from the the uh the um from the the uh smoke or the flavor that that evaporates out of one will become absorbed into the other the the gemara calls it reicha like smell obviously it has nothing to do with smell in particular but but it's uh, it means like the transfer of of you know through the air from one to the other now, you might think that a basar shchuta shamein, which has more smoky and, and, and more comes out of it, the fatty meat, that maybe gets absorbed in the kachosh, but not that the kachosh gets absorbed in the shamein. But Rav says, no, it doesn't matter. Even if the kosher meat was shamein, which you would think it's just giving off reicha, and the non-kosher meat was kachosh, so you would think it's just absorbing reicha, no, we say that once it absorbs, it also gives out, and it gives back to the basar shchuta. So Rav says, I'm starting again from the top of the Omer, just for clarity, basar shchuta shamein, if you have this fatty shechted meat, shetzaloi, which was roasted in basar nevela kachosh, with skinny um, uh, nevela meat, asar, despite the fact that the that that the nevela meat was kachosh, it's still aser. My taima, what's the reason? Mefatmi mehadadi, they get fattened from each other. Somehow the fact that they're roasted together, we assume that there's some kind of transfer through the air of the smoke or the or the or the heat of it, and they fatten each other, and you have to assume that there's some taste. From the nevela meat in the basar shchuta, and you can't eat the basar shchuta. That is shitas rav. The Levi Omar, and Levi says afilu basar shchuta kachosh. Even if you have, even if it will be the other way around, that the shechted meat is the skinny meat, so it's waiting to absorb. 
Shetzaloid, and it was roasted in Basar Nevela Shamein. It was bo- it was roasted with Nevela treif meat that was fatty. That's that's giving out a lot of flavor. Mutter, it's still mutter, and we're not concerned that the kosher meat absorbed from the Nevela meat. My timer, what's the reason? Reicha ba'almahu, it's stam reich. It's not, it doesn't have mamashas, there's nothing real there. The reicha lav milsahi, and reach is meaningless. Reach is nothing. So therefore, as so you see from here, machloikis, rav, and levi, if we assume that two things that are cooking in the same enclosed place are sharing flavor with each other. Rav says we are concerned that they're sharing flavor with each other, and therefore if you have kosher meat and not kosher meat in the same oven roasting, you have to assume that some of the taste from the not kosher meat went into the kosher meat. Levi says that we are not chayshish. Reicha lav milsa, this sharing of flavors is, 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 is nothing, it's no mamashas, and there's nothing, there's nothing shared between the two, and it's, and it's kosher. Zakti Gemara, shocking Gemara. Ovid Levi uvda beirish gelusa. Levi did a maisa. Levi paskin the maisa in the home of the rish gelusa, where there was roasting in the same oven. Bigdi vidavaracher that there was a gedi like a kid, a goat, and a chazer. A davaracher is a way that the Gemara refers to a chazer. So that's a you don't have a tra- more trefa animal than that. And still Levi said, because Levi holds Reicha Lav Milsa, Levi said that the kosher meat is kosher, and we don't worry that there's any taste from the Dover Acher that went into the Gidi. Okay, so that's the Machlekes Rav and Levi, and now the Gemara will try to bring Araya. Zakti Gemara, the Gemara brings Araya Meisve, the Gemara asks Akasha from a Brisa. The Brisa says the following, Ein you may not roast two carbon pesachs together in the same oven. Why? Because they mix. What mixture is this? What mixture are we concerned with? My love, doesn't this mean, well, isn't the concern here, that the tastes mix? In those, isn't the concern that I have my carbon Pesach and you have your carbon Pesach. As we know, it's only mutter for a person to eat from the carbon Pesach that he was signed up to. So if my carbon Pesach and your carbon Pesach are roasting in the same oven, and if Rav would be right, that taste is being shared between the two Pesachim, so then there's a little bit of your carbon Pesach in mine, and a little bit of my carbon pesach in yours, so then you're eating from a carbon pesach that you weren't signed up to. So, and you see that the Bryce is concerned about that. The Bryce says not to roast two carbon pesachs together because of the mixture, because we're worried about the mixture. My lavta arrives taimim. Aren't we talking about a, a, a mixture of tastes? And we see that you are concerned about a mixture of tastes. And because the Brisa says not to do it. So it sounds like Rav is right, that there is a sharing of tastes that go on between two Psachim. Vikasha Levi. So it's a Kasha on Levi who said, Recha Lav Milsa. That there's, that, you know, that the, the taste that's transferred through the air, there's nothing to it, even in an enclosed place. 
That's not what it means when it says that you can't roast two psachim together because of the mixture. No. Even Levi, who says Reich Alav Milsa, will understand that Brysa Loi Mipnei Ta'aroives Gufen. It's because we're afraid that the actual Kartman Pesachs will be confused. If you'll roast two carbon Pesachs in the same place, it could happen that I'll by mistake be taking yours, and you'll by mistake take mine, and then both of us will be will be violating this, that the Torah is makbid, that you be signed up for the carbon Pesach. And the Gemara proves it. The Gemara says, Hachinami Mestavra, this actually makes sense that the concern is a mix-up of the carbon Pesachs, and not that they're sharing taste. Midikatani Seifa, because the end of the Brisa says, Afilu Gdi Utle, even if it would be a goat and a sheep, in other words, two different animals that you can tell, that, you know, that Lechaira you can tell apart, still you should be careful not to have two Garmin Pesachs together. So now, what's this Afilu, even if it's two different animals? If you say that the concern is that you're going to mix them up, so then it makes sense that you're saying even if they look different, you still have to be concerned. That's why the Brisa says, But if you say, If you say that the reason why you can't roast two Psachim together is because we're concerned that they'll share tastes and that each carbon Pesach will have a little bit of the taste of the other. So what, what's the difference? What type of animal? The, the issue is that the two animals are going to share taste. It doesn't matter if they're the same animal or different animals. There's no bigger chiddush one or the other. Mali gdi utle. What's the difference if it's a gdi and a tle? Mali gdi u gdi. And what's the difference if it's a gdi u gdi? So now the Gemara says, okay, one second. So now hold on a second. So now you're saying that it's not. This is not neutral. You didn't just neutralize the kasha. You just flipped it. Now there's a kasha on Rav because you made it clear that the Bryce is not concerned with the tastes mixing. The Bryce is only concerned with the carbon pesachs mixing. So that sounds like sounds like we're it's a kasha on Rav. So the Gemara, as the Gemara says, Elamai. So 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 rather what? Rather how do you understand the Bryce? It must be It must be the based on what you just did such a good job of showing us is that is that clearly the Bryce is concerned that you're gonna mix up the gufim, you're gonna mix up the actual carbonis timim, but the mixture of tastes, shari, that's mutter. Let's say that it's a kasha on Rav. L'chayra Rav should be concerned not only about the gufim getting mixed up, but Rav should be concerned about the tastes getting mixed up. Omar Rabbi Yirmiya. said, no, we're talking about a case that Rav is not concerned. You know what we're talking about here? We're talking about that you roasted it in two separate pots. The Gemara catches itself. You think you roasted the carbon Pesach in two pots? You don't use pots when you roast the carbon Pesach, as we said. It has to be roasted over a fire. 
What it means is that they was roasted separate enough from each other with something dividing between them that we know that they're not going to share taste as if they were in two separate pots. Okay? And then, and then Rav will read it like this. And this is how Rav will read it. Rav will say like this. Ain't silent shnei psachim ke'echod mipnei ta'aroivis. You cannot roast two carbon pesachs together because we're afraid of a mixture. My ta'aroivis. What mixture are we concerned about? Ta'aroivis taimim. We're concerned with a mixture of tastes. Va'afilu ke'ein shtei kederis. But. Even if, so this is saying like Rav, that there is a concern of the tastes mixing. But the way he reads the Hemshech of the Bryce is as follows. But even if it would be in a situation that it's like in separate pots, in other words, even if the two carbon Pesachs would be separate, in which case you do not have to worry, even according to Rav, you do not have to worry about a mixture of tastes, it's still Osir because we're worried that you'll mix up the actual carbon Pesachs. And here's where it fits in beautifully. And even if it's two types of animal, like a Gedi and a Tle, it's still a concern that the Gufim will be mixed up. So according to Rav, who says that a Ta'aroives of Taimim is a concern, He'll read it that Avada, you can't put two carbon pesachs in the same oven for two reasons. First of all, there's a taaroyves taimim. But even if you deal with the taaroyves taimim, but for example, you make it like it's bishtek deiros, as if it's in two separate pots, you still have to be concerned that you might mix up the actual carbon pesach itself. And that's true whether it's the same animal or two different animals. Now the Gemara wants to say that perhaps the Machlaikas that we learned between Rav and Levi, if Reicha Milsa or Reicha Lav Milsa, if we're concerned about the transfer of taste between two things that are roasting in close proximity to each other, that perhaps that is a Machlaikas Tanoim. Two lines down from the wide lines. Om Rav Mari. Rav Mori said, Kitanoi l'chayra, this machloikis is like a machloikis tanoim. Because it says the following. It says, Haroide paschama. Someone who takes hot bread out of the oven. Redia, Redia sapas was the art of, of, of getting the, scooping the bread out of the oven, which was like in a, in a pit. So, Haroide paschama, someone who, who, who takes out the hot bread. Vinosna alpi chavis yayin shel truma. He takes this hot bread and he places it on top of a barrel of truma wine. The question is if the tam of the wine affected the pas, if it affected the bread. So it says as follows. Reb Meir Oyser. Reb Meir says it's Oyser, meaning that a, a Yisrael cannot eat this bread. It absorbed the time of the wine. But Rabbi Yehuda Mater. But Rabbi Yehuda says you're not, we're not concerned that the bread absorbed the taste from the wine of Truma. But Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, fascinating Shita. Rabbi Yossi Mater B'Shel Chitim. 
Rabbi Yaisi says that if it was wheat bread, then it's mutter. The oiser b'shel sa'irim, but if it was barley bread, then it's oiser, because of a, a a physical difference between chitim and sa'irim that Rabbi Yaisi was aware of, mipnei shehasa'irim shayavos, because the nature of sa'irim is that they draw out tam, so we're more concerned that they'll pull the tam from the yayin that's beneath it. So we see three shitas here. But l'chayra, among these three shitas, or Rabbi Yaisi says that it depends what type of bread. But you see that l'chayra, there's a machlaikis if we assume that the bread is absorbing the taste from the wine, which is nearby. Mamish machlaikis, if reicha milsa, or reicha lav milsa. As the Gemara says, the Gemara says, my lav, isn't it true, tanoi, that it's a machlaikis tanoim? Demar sova reicha lav milsahi, that one man de Omar holds that reicha is lav milsa, that you don't have to worry, and that's why it's mutter, even for a zar, even for a non koyin. Umar sova reicha milsahi, and one holds that reicha is milsa, and you do have to worry, and that's the man de Omar that says it's aser. So the Gemara says the following things. Zakti Gemara. Lelevi, according to Levi, who holds Reicha Lav Milsa, I mean, you clearly see two shitas here that say Reicha is Milsa. So, Lelevi Vaday Tanoihi. According to Levi, certainly, we have to say that it's a Machlaikis Tanoim. The question is, according to Rav, perhaps we have a way out. Lerav, Neimo Tanoihi. According to Rav, let's also say that it's a Machlaikis Tanoim. And as we know, it's always a little bit of a bidiyevit to be taila, to say that a machlaikis between two amoyroim is really a machlaikis tanoim. That's, uh, that's something that we're not, we'd rather, we'd rather not say that a machlaikis that two amoyroim had in a later generation is the same as a machlaikis that tanoim had in an earlier generation. So the Gemara has a way out with Rav. And the Gemara says, Omar l'charav, Rav will tell you, no. I hold that it transfers, right? I hold that flavor transfers, but it depends on the situation, on the physics. The Kuliyama Reicha Milsa, everybody holds that Reicha is Milsa. In other words, that the, 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 the flavor that, that, that gets sheared through the ear, that is something that has a, a significance in the Dinam of Kashras. However, Lav itmar Don't we have a memra? Don't we have a kabbalah about this? About this machlokes tanoim, that Omar Rabba Bar Barchano Omar Rishlokish, that Rabba Bar Barchano told us in the name of Rishlokish the following statement. He said as follows. He said bepas chamo v'chavis psucha. If the bread was hot, and the barrel was open. So divrei hakol aser. Everyone will hold that over in that sense reicha milsa and uh, and it's aser. The past zaynenes v'chavis megufa. If the bread is cold and the barrel is closed up, it has like this tar cover on it. Divrei hakol mutter. Everyone will hold there's a barrier between the two, and everyone will hold that it's mutter. Loidechleku. You know what the machlokes is. If you have one and not the other, either either if you have hot bread 
but the barrel is closed up, but maybe because the bread is hot, it absorbs tam through the, 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 the cover of the barrel. Or the other way around, that past Zaynenes, the bread is cold, but Chav is psucha, but the barrel is open and the, the, the powerful taste of the yayin is right there in the Chavis. The Hanami kepas chama u vechavis psucha damya. And this is also similar to if the bread was hot and the Chavis was was open. In other words, the shaila is if we say that if we say that if you only have one of the two things, is it the same as if you have both of them that you have the hot bread and the chavis psucha, that's where you'll have the machlaikis. Okay, so according to Rav you could say that the whole Brisa holds that Reicha Milsa is just a matter of if we stretch the concept of Reicha Milsa to when the pass is chama, but the chavis is closed, or the pass is tzaynenes, and the chavis is open. Zakti Gemara Tani, Rav Kahana, Breda, Rav Chinana, Saba. Rav Kahana learned in the name of Rav Chinana, Saba. Pass she'ofa im tzli betanur. If you have bread that was baked while you have meat that's roasting in the same oven, so does the bread absorb some of the fleshigs? Does it become does it become usr to eat with milchigs? So he paskind usr la bikuscha. It's usr to eat with kusach, which, as we've mentioned in the beginning of today's Amud, is a dairy strong dip, and it's usr because it was baked with tzli. In other words, he's saying reicha milsei. He's saying that we do say that it picks up the tam. Of the tzli, ahi binisa. There was once a fish. Binisa means a fish. The itva that was roasted bahadi bisra together with meat. So now the question is: Does this fish absorb the taste of the meat? And osra ravami parzikya, ravami parzikya said that it's osr lemechle bekuscha. It's osr to eat together with kusach. Now that means to eat with dairy. But to take it one step further, and this is something we're familiar with, that we don't eat fish and meat together because it's not healthy. Mar Baravashi, Omar, Mar Baravashi says, Even if you want to eat the fish with salt, it's usr. In other words, even if you don't want to eat it with milk, because it's unhealthy for reicha, which is a condition that causes a person to have bad breath, or for tsaras, it causes a person to have tsaras. So because of these various health problems that come from eating a fish that was affected, that was roasted together with meat, a person should not eat it, even if he's not eating it with milchigs. We'll stop here by the Mishnah, and Ritz Hashem pick up from this Mishnah next time. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.